Uh, but oh, you just started recording. Yeah. Oh, okay. We're not going to be shadow banned. You could have been assassinated by the, the Communist Party. Freedom to speech. We have no hesitation to litigate. There's that cold sweat again. I want to show content of people watching our content on our own show. Yeah, we're going to have more of that happening. It's going to yeah. be a real fun house for all angles, for the viewer, for the listener, for the speaker, for the, the speaker that's listening, for the, for the listener that's in, speaking in their head. For the, some people are getting this live. So this is uh, an article titled Sales Funnels and High Value Men. The rise of strategic dating. So again, I think this this article uh, very accurate in its kind of not its conclusion, just just the tale it it winds here. Rebecca Campbell remembers the moment she knew things had to change. I got to age thirty four and woke up one Christmas morning on a fold out bed in the garage of some friends of my parents and was like, I don't want to live the rest of my life like this. I could see that I was potentially going to miss out on having a family unless I did something drastic. So she got to age 34, suddenly realized this. Unfortunately, her, her boyfriend had died uh, 10 years before um, and focused on building a business career. Uh, uh, yeah, I can't, you know, grief shows many ways of coming across. Um, so she thought about uh, the sales funnel. You know, you, you bring leads in and then you bring them through a sales process she thought that was a great way to do, to, to proceed through the dating market, to develop and understand relationships with the opposite sex. In this case, uh, she wanted to approach it like you would uh, a business school problem. So uh, she, to bring in leads, which is the top of the funnel. So we're going to start at the top of the funnel and bring that down. You know, I guess the sale is marriage or something like that. Uh, Campbell stand up for online dating platforms and test friends with matchmaking duties. She created a list of traits. So by the way, this is a woman who was living on a couch until she was 34. So I just want to, I want to put that to the side. We'll kind of pin that and then continue. Uh, to vet candidates, she had screening calls with potential dates. Um, she met her suitors at one of the same two venues every week as a control element. And she documented her strategy in the book, 138 Dates. Again, a woman who was living on the couch until she was 34. And suddenly woke up one day and decided this is the method she should use. And apparently people fell for it. But I think what was most telling, the discussion about the Reddit community, our female dating strategy. And again, for a lot of our listeners who are, uh, we've talked about our incel uh, kind of fan, fan groups. Uh, this, is, this is targeted to you guys. Uh, and, and also some of our Sigma males who may be out there um, on the prowl, lone wolves. We want you guys to also hear about this. On Reddit, a community of 179,000 mostly heterosexual women discuss their courtship tactics on the subreddit Our Female Dating Strategy. The board began in 2019, but the female dating strategy universe has expanded this year to include other things. FDS, Female Dating Strategy, offers a range of advice to single women designed to optimize the female dating experience. Among the six-point FDS mantras are ruthlessly evaluate men, Make him invest before sex and don't split the bill. 
Its list of no-nos include ask a man out, FDS believes women should not make the first move, and drink dates because they're low effort, going out for a meal is preferred. FDA, FDS advocates dating multiple men simultaneously, cutting suitors off at the first red flag, and as Campbell did, conducting pre-date interviews over the phone. The goal is to filter out anyone who is not, in FDS parlance, a high-value man. And of course, this goes on and on and on and on and on, but... Uh, I, I, I think those the, the, those core elements uh, are what's important for our conversation today. Ryan, uh, your take as a high value man, I should add. HVM to HVM, we have a serious uh, lack of uh, th- we have an acknowledgement of the lack of spreadsheets involved in dating. This person has been able to inject spreadsheets into dating to bring more of that into the thing. That's what, that's what dating was always missing. Can we get spreadsheets into, okay, that one didn't work. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So I just, I just want to kind of comment on the double standard here because a man who at the age of 34 is living on a friend, parent's friend's couch who suddenly decides to get up and say, I'm going to start getting into the dating market. They might have a challenge because it seems like within, uh, I'm trying to understand how long this took her uh, to do. She found her husband. Uh, two, it took her two years of this process. Uh, two years and 140 dates to find her husband. Um, I feel like for a man who uh, was trying to go by the same process would likely wind up unsuccessful in that strategy. There is strategy for men out there. There are a lot of books. Well, yeah, but I'm, I'm talking, I'm, obviously, I'm talking about this, videos. this article in particular. How would a man size up after taking notes here? Think about that. We put the shoe on the other foot. Right? That's what you're saying? Yeah, let's put the shoe on the other foot, right? So, uh, I mean, she had went through some personal tragedy. Apparently, her boyfriend had died. Who knows? You know, maybe a staircase-type situation. And then, uh, then decided to create a business, which didn't seem to be very successful. She's living on a couch at age 34. Uh, and then just suddenly woke up one day. is like, hey, uh, I'm going to just start dating and see where it leads me. I don't think men in a similar situation have that same opportunity. You ever wonder why Southern California has higher homeless rate and uh, homeless story and coverage? You ever think about homelessness and how like it's some of the worst around LA and Southern California, San Diego? I, I've I definitely thought of why that is, but I don't have any. I you know I'm not a not a researcher in the area. If there was any place in the U.S. that would be the most ideal place to live outdoors, it's hard to imagine a place better than Southern California. Yeah, yeah that's a good point. Here too, there hen half hath has half that said going forward to our article to our writer once. One makes it to the age of the wrong side of 25 and continues a precarious and bohemian level of dorm-like life and livelihood. They might relate their chances 
to landing a quality mate hinge specifically on the things that they can control. Ultimately, allowing that creator a real vision on if they don't put together a beautiful project, a completed, wonderful human, and if they don't bring military-type precision to the battlefield, (laughs) perhaps they're not going to really end up with much or maybe anything because life is tough out there and it's only getting harder. If you've ever been on a dating app, it is very competitive because it's a like sought after goal at a time where certain communities of uh, dating uh, pools of one side or the other might have a bit more reason to. Maybe there is, wait a minute, I'm on the wrong side of 25. I got to get serious about this now. For the other side, they, they don't have to experience it the same way for a lot of different reasons. So basically what I'm saying is whenever I go on a dating app, it's like a job interview. I feel like I got to put on my suit and tie and come to the table. <laughs> well, if you listen to the article I just talked yeah. about, that's very much what it is. Yeah. And that's, that's a turnoff. It's a hiring process. That's a turnoff for a lot of people. And it's not, that's not just a one-way street. That street goes both ways all day long. It's a really busy street. And for me, it's just a little too hectic. It's a little too hectic. I'm, it scares me. I stay, I stay away from that road right now because I'm focused. I'm laser focused on giving that good uh, uh, partner service, extra something special to my listeners, to all you beautiful listeners out there. Anyone watching the stream right now live, anyone tuning in afterwards on the, on the post edit. One thing I thought about last week, I worked a concert setting up local union, the Deftones. It's time I do something that I don't do that much. I just, I admit a pretty stone cold truth, I think is what we could call that. Um, Maybe have a segment of it. Something about um, not always right every time, but thinking Ryan's wrong hour, something like this. Ryan's hour of wrongful rights and how we're all better for it. Thanks to him. Semicolon. Great job, Ryan. You've done well again. I gotta say, I didn't give them time. But seeing them live? Woo! Oh, that shit hit different. These guys put on uh, high energy. Tons of fun. Turn up. Is it new metal? Doesn't matter what it is, it's pretty damn good. I've been listening to them for a long time. I told you, I've been a huge Deftones fan. I saw them probably 10 years ago in Miami. They just bring the heat. They bring the energy. It's loud. It's powerful. 
it's it's a, it's intense it will turn you it'll be like wow i didn't really notice that this band is probably one of the best bands on the planet every reason in the world to phone it in is my assumption for a group that had been around now i i feel like longer than 20 years right uh since the 90s since like uh, yeah so they're old guys and they a long time you know everybody's getting older and if um mick jagger's out there 87 years old dancing circles around all of us then someone you know half his age not as not as crazy so they just brought white pony which is the, the deftones uh i'd say pinnacle album with I'd say I guess that like they they do the they remastered the album and then they have another whole album of uh, remixes with groups like Clams Casino, DJ Shadow, Robert Smith of The Cure, Purity Ring, Mike Shinoda, Link Limp Bizkit, people like that. And don't forget on that uh, on that White Pony album, Passenger is also with uh, Tool. What's his name? Who's the Who's the lead singer of Tool? I never, I was never a smart enough child to listen to Tool. Man, Man or Keenan. Yeah, all, all my friends in South Florida who uh, were either selling pills or doing a lot of them were very much into Deftones. It, it naturally followed that I was as well. So their first album, Adrenaline, came out in 1995, which uh, the Seven Words and Engine Number Nine off of that album are pretty good and they're popular songs, but they didn't really hit their kind of stride until 1997. Again, we're talking 25 years ago. With around the fur and then white ponies there i'd say what are, is it seminal seminal album Sem- it's seminal they, they've released wow just an incredible amount of albums here yeah lost count i'm kind of running through it but the deftones are the real deal and i'm really happy you got to see them like how is the crew that you're working with do you have any stories from the crew and some crews are with it on their shit professional like laser focused just a joy to work with and that was them through and through. So vibes were crystal clear, golden, crisp. Um, Why didn't you make a TikTok story out of it and talk in a voice that sounded like you took three Xanax when you woke up this morning? TikTok maker voice. The day in the life of a 36-year-old, it's going to be a video that I'm going to make, absolutely. <laughs> and it's going to be a good day. And it's going to be just the... That's what's going to get us a huge following, by the way, is those type of TikToks. The pinnacle of millennial life anticlimactic daily reoccurrence nothing's good nothing's gonna happen that's good deal with it have fun where you can go to brunch support a brunch cause get active in your local brunch causes sign up today to the newsletter devote some of your free time to making things a little bit better and we here at garbage juice we endorse that as well listener do what you want to make you feel feel good about yourself because that's going to be key on um having the right mindset to move forward on your next we're trying to get into the self-help self-help game just in case you know it's kind of a category that we can fall into in case uh, nothing else works out the life of the influencer is within reach but the life of the influencer is also the life of the gambler so what a gambler needs is an edge that is god running through their fingertips so Having that power, where does it come from? How do you harness it? Well, hopefully we're all still harnessing our semen out there, going strong, nocturnal emissions and all. It's okay. You have a separate stash of towels to deal with that. (laughs) For the house, it's customary and it's not frowned upon in any culture. doesn't matter if your friend had heard about it or not before. 
You let them know that it's, it's a normal thing that happens. When you're, when you're focused on work, are you going to look like um, a jacked version of Chris Evans, CGI abs and all, after fapping it to some illicit nudity on the internet? No. But will you stay away from that? And in six months' time, you'll look and feel powerful enough to start dating supermodels? I don't know. You haven't tried it, so... Find out on the next episode. Tune in next week as we explore more topics <laughs> about the human body, mind, soul, spirit, from financial markets to esoteric street knowledge. We have culture covered from one corner to the next. Culture. Now, there's a hot topic to debate. Tune in coming up next. More of the hottest, bubbling, flowing digital lava from your lava kings on the florida georgia line i did want to create this podcast as a florida-based podcast it has grown into a florida georgia line podcast no affiliation with legendary country rock group artists florida georgia line baby a song you make me want to roll my windows down and cruise so everyone knows how hard this song goes this song's going to make you really trigger a summertime vibe in a lot of a lot of our listeners. You're going to think, man, it is convenient to have a cooler that's like a part of one of the vehicles. Because if, if you have that one cooler that you can devote to the vehicle, you don't have to take it out the next time you need a cooler. So you'll always have a cooler. And sometimes you're on your way to work in the morning and you're thinking, I know when I get off work, I'm going to want a beer or a couple. You, you have that cooler. So in between <laughs> your, your shifts, your, you know, when you break, you can load it up with ice because you got beer on the way into work. Or if you're around one of these states around here, like certain times of the day, you got to you gotta wait till noon or something to get on into the beer sales liquor is going to also be different hours it's different in all these all these states it's a fun puzzle driving around buying <laughs> liquor different times of the week and different you see because some some states will overlap in their rules and some will be completely different and you think well i didn't we fight a war to correct this <laughs> it isn't that why we came together it's sickening that people want to tear this country apart. We here at Garbage Juice are about good vibes. All summer long, windows down, cruising. Cruising often meant a gay thing. It was a gay thing that guys would do <laughs> to be gay to each other. And that is... Baby, you song, um, you make me want to roll my windows down and cruise. Uh, hey, we're back. We're back. And listener, that um, that is not why it's called Cruising. Cruising is not. This is a song about good vibes. It's not a specific sexual thing. Again, not that any of us are against any of that. Uh, more power to them. Great vibes all summer long. Riding in your pickup truck. Windows down. Tuned up for good, good times. Good positive energy on the beaches. Up and down the Florida Georgia line. Back and forth, coast to coast, from swimming pool to water and hole to ocean coast to lakefront to a tree fort that you've been in 14 hours with your uncle. 
waiting for the, the prize buck to hit um, just right over beyond that gorgy ravine that comes up and it has that opening that you can have a clear shot through taking you at your rifle's max. That's 259 yards. That's right. You've been training to become America's next greatest sniper. This fall on Fox, America's greatest next sniper. How is your shooting and can you calibrate to a distance of over three miles? Coming up next, we've CGI'd a real head onto this watermelon and have one of our top dog regional snipers blow it from over a mile and a half away. America's next top sniper. <laughs> that's that's got to be a show already, right? Totally, totally. This, totally. I, I mean, sharpshooter, like some kind of gun. It's got to be a show that they're trying to still make, maybe. It's just a little harder. Americans love, we love competition. We love guns. How do we not have gun competition show? Or maybe that's most shows. All the uh, sharpshooters live in a house together, and there's like, uh, there's drama between them, you know? I would have to imagine. You can't have, you can't have the show without like, you know, them living in the house. And Jarvis is outside at six in the morning shooting cans, and none of us can get any sleep in here. Yeah, I'm just, I'm thinking initially of what type of drama would come up. Henri boomers with not drama or fights. They're hitting each other with theory. And it's a, it's a conflict of, of old boomer guy theories. Guys on YouTube that have sat in the lab in their studio, then been able to crystallize their theories on such great topics as military naval art fleets of the past 700 years, the Air Force and commercial and fighter aircraft. Ancient aliens in the creation of modern society. The best, you know, the best of U.S. manufacturers and beyond. The special type of guy theory from a man that is socially conservative. And you would really imagine this person who's often a middle class, often coming from a white-collar job, but they still have one of the smoothest brain theories that makes you wonder, how did they make it to this point and have so much credibility and be capable of so much greatness? And they still deliver with an amazing take to just still exist in this day and age or to not be filtered out. You're talking about like a flat earth type level of smooth yeah, brain theory? Like, almost like someone, like, how could you think that the world is round, right? <laughs> like, how could you have made it this long and, and still, after all that we know, after all that's out there, how could you think that the world is still round? Boy, nothing gets me more lit up. Nothing takes away my good vibe. Like someone trying to tell me that we live on some, some gosh dang soccer ball. Get out. But I'm a goalie and I'm blocking that to the net. Not entering. You got out of my space. Entrance in this five hole. Don't sweat the technique. Don't sweat the technique. I need, to, I need juice daddies in, in Scotiabank Arena, Toronto, or, uh, Canada. Get your Disney on ice. Coming to a theater near you. It's a live event. Frozen the musical? Yes. Ah, uh, okay. 
Listener, we are not we're not looking at Frozen on Ice. We're looking at Frozen the musical. This is the theater. Right, well, we're going to need a we're going to need a 2 p.m. show because I've been take my I've been at night. I've been helping out for 6 months now and I still don't know when things are musicals or if they're operas or if they're Broadway or, or what religious ceremonies. I don't know. Really religious gatherings. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Oh, right, no, so man. what is this? Orchestra mm-hmm. Center <laughs> starts at three tickets, $800, $864 each, what uh, the plus fuck? a $216 service fee and $276 of sales tax, $3,500 to bring three people to, to the Frozen musical. Holy shit. I left a comment. Very easy to use. <laughs> In no time. Holy shit. Oh, man. When did I do that? Okay. That's what's up. Ryan B. Dude, are you buying? Are you? Is this why tickets are so high? You're out here scalping Frozen the Musical tickets? I'm I'm pumping for the dump. I'm pumping that price way up. So when I work. Okay. All right. So if you're willing to wait until the end of the series, which all the actors are going to be tired of this shit by then, the tickets top out at 384 each. But if you want to sit, uh, if you want to sit outside the uh, arena here, you can pay 121, $112 each for an obstructed view. Probably means there's some type of pillar in front of you. So yeah, that's about 500 bucks to take three to Frozen the musical. <sighs> What do we do? You used to take your kids to this shit. It was like, what, 30, 30, 40 bucks each max? That'd be the steepest ticket that my parents would ever buy. I mean, maybe for themselves, maybe see Rod Stewart, 92 or something. Maybe maybe to see Aerosmith, Jacksonville Coliseum, 99. Mm-mm. Never paying that much amount. Uh, somebody told me. Do they that. have this shit on StubHub? You know, like, can, can we use, like, one of the ticket resale sites? Maybe um, we're getting screwed over here. This theater, the Fox Theater in Atlanta, is and has been for the past 10 years the top grossing theater in the entire country for 10 years straight. Mm. Under the 5,000 seat mark. Okay, okay, look, look. So if you go on StubHub, so, I mean... Why, like, I don't know, I guess for some of the older kids, my kids at 8 p.m. would just be, it'd be rough. Yeah. See, this this is a little more reasonable. You want to sit in gallery B? <laughs> yeah, you're uh, right next to the bathrooms that, back there. <laughs> part, of, part of that is, is in the bathroom pit area. There's sinks right next to you. <laughs> Limited or obstructed. Look, look at this view. Look at this view. View is approximate. Wow. You is that is an approximate view. I mean, it's. <laughs> I guess it's pretty close. Obstructed views. There's but a fucking is, wall. That is. There's a close. goddamn wall in front of you. How about that? Yeah. So that's sixty-one bucks a pop. That's the cheapest I mean, you're gonna get. It's well worth for the money a, for a matinee, Saturday matinee. Well, listen, I I have a daughter. She would fucking love it. She's almost four. She would be all over that. That's, I mean, that, that sounds so much more like what I would imagine the ticket to be. $50. Okay, so this is a little this is a little more reasonable because this is reselling. I don't know. Maybe oh. I have the wrong website here. Well, but this shit just seems this is like murder over here. It's awesome. How much for like tickets with the rich people? Okay, one thirty three each, front and center. Still a little high, but you know you got to go to the resellers and hope you don't get uh, scammed. 
You know, I got scammed out of two tickets. Recently? Yeah, about three weeks ago. Did you go berserk on somebody? Mm -mm. Well, I didn't have a choice. So I wanted to go to the Panthers game one, their first playoff game. RIP the Florida Panthers 2022 season, by the way, just ended tonight. I wanted to go to game one of the playoffs and look, I was like, hey, maybe there's people selling tickets on Facebook in the Florida Panthers group. So I went on there. There's a guy that says, hey, I got section 120, great section for $120 each, which is about $50 less than even on a StubHub type platform. So I message him. He calls me, sounds completely legit. Like, hey, you know, I've had some bad experiences selling tickets. Just wanted to make sure he he's telling me he wants to make sure I'm real. You know, I'm the one paying the money. And I'm like, yeah, man, I get it. I get it. He's like, listen, I got these seeds from this guy in Dallas. He doesn't live here anymore. And, uh, you know, he has season tickets. I didn't, it just sounded completely legit. Yeah. A couple of days go by. I'm like, hey, I'll take them. Basically, I wanted to wait a couple of days, but then I was like, hey, I'll take them. He's like, okay, cool. He calls me. He's like, all right, listen, my Venmo isn't working right right now. Use the buyer protection, you know, and, and send it to this account. I'm like, yeah, I, I want the buyer protection. I don't know you. I'm not 100% sure. So I Venmo this account, 240 bucks. And he's like, okay, I'm sending them right over. He messages me. I'm waiting and waiting. There's nothing. There's nothing. I, I message support. Ticketmaster support, like, hey, this guy was transferring me tickets. What's going on? Nothing. Um, so I then call him because I was waiting like a couple hours. I'm like, dude, this should be a really fast process. So I call him and the number's disconnected. Done. So I can't even, I can't even get Matt. Burner right? phone. Can't even get Matt. Uh, Damn. And yeah. But you go through Venmo buyer protection and then and they get you your money back. So I don't really under I guess like maybe they open up these fake accounts and take the money out and close it before Venmo can try to get it back. But that, is that, interesting. that was a good uh, scam. Yeah. I believe it hundred percent. I mean, I guess you could take it out really fast immediately and just dispute the reason for it. If it ever got back to you, mm -hmm. just like, yeah, was, this person was giving me their money. That's what we agreed on. <laughs> I, oh, oh, you didn't get the tickets. I, well, I sent them. <laughs> I mean, it's easy. It's so much easier to be scammed than I really ever thought uh, it would happen. Like stuff like that's happened to me. And it immediately made me think, damn, I always thought older people that got scammed were fucking fools. But for sure, el elderly get scammed a lot yeah. on a lot of like phone based scams. Yeah, there's like call centers in India. Like yeah. directing people to bank websites to, to like be like, yeah. listen, you owe five thousand dollars to this, and they get they get these people completely terrified. It's it's like selling them on fear or, or like instant stuff or like not even selling them, but just like getting their card information and then robbing their account or like an elixir or a, a diet medication, something something that they they convinces them that they think they need. They had these guys in India who would call these old ladies, get them to download some program on their system, and then would hack their system and ask them to log into like a bank website. And they'd start like changing numbers on them to make it seem like they had sent a wrong amount to a wrong account or something or that they're getting money back. They're like hacking the numbers in the background of this website while a woman's navigating it. It was, it was insane. Yeah, it's out there.
cybersecurity. It's a big industry because it's not just old people. It's old, old businesses, established businesses, ransomware. Um, that was a big thing over the past couple of years. Shit getting, um, you know, held up basically from hackers from across the world. Who knows? Maybe, maybe domestically or whatever. Companies like getting sent demands to basically get their information back. What was it? I mean, it wasn't there like a, a fuel related hack sometime within the past year. Um, anyways, lots of, lots of conversation. Ryan, Ryan going off on a subject he knows a lot about cyber, yeah. cyber security. Yeah. Cyber protection. I've been um, anti cyber bullying um, my whole <laughs> adult life. And it's a, it's a campaign that it's near and dear to my heart. Something I care a lot about, but this is, this is like what people talk about when they talk about um, job opportunities in the future, yeah, get into it, get, get your degree in cybersecurity. I can't get uh, the, the image out of my head. An online cop is what's needed. <laughs> These companies just need an online cop, but of course it's so much more than that. It's not just, can you picture in your head what an online cop yep. looks like? Like I the variations it. of the online cop. It's a, di- it's a digital um, officer on a um, Segway, pixelated, going through like Tron. Yeah. Well, I mean, they, you know, catch, they're, call, you know they're called Jannies. They're called Jannies on 4chan, right? The mods. That's really oh, what it is, right? They're mods. mods. Yeah. Yeah. Mods. And, you're, and you're, that's, that's a, essentially internet police because yeah. I'm, I'm just thinking like, hey, you know, Reddit on certain boards, you can't use the F word. You can't yeah. use the R word that is retarded. You can't use like all these different words. So just every time you post it, it bans you. And of course, the N word, of course, the K word, K- all, all these different words. There's more to just being a cop with the cyber ser- security industry. Uh, so you're you're talking about less about center- censorship and more like policing what? Cyber, like cyber bully cop, like mall cop? Suspicious behavior. And if somebody was talking to me, it was a guy. I was probably driving Uber. It was probably an Uber passenger. And he was talking to me about his company, in which would be in the um, like millions to tens of million dollar um, operation. And it's him and just like a dozen people or something. And it's not a big operation, right? It's nothing crazy of value. But he said... As he's gotten bigger on his own and then his company itself, he knows how vulnerable he is at all angles for so many different uh-huh. reasons. Because basically, uh-huh. how how secure are any of us? I mean... It could go away in seconds.
we could all get scammed. I think now is a great time that we all invest in the garbage juice internet border wall. Build the wall, folks. The garbage juice viral bacterial protection program for all of your electronics. We want to make sure that not just your computer and your phone are safe, but we want to make sure that all of your gadgets and all of your tech, your watch, your Palm Pilot, your mini disc player, your bathroom AM FM radio, all these things now are more susceptible than ever. Transmitted viral digital infection protection. There'll be a pay service you'll be able to put in monthly for the software. There'll be an initial download fee. And then you'll then you'll have to wonder, how did I ever live without this level of security? Knowing that all of my greatest assets are locked up in the uh, the garbage's vault of safety and security. Maximum strength uh, security, that is. All of your devices. People are gonna think you're joking, but it's serious. Like, 5G, I have development teams. 5G has brought on, we all know COVID and what we've seen, um, Russian hackers and uh, computer viruses fr from China, malware, spyware, stuff that's gonna reach into your bank accounts and steal from you your hard-earned money. And we wanna help you for a small, small price, uh, monthly payments, along with an initial investment. <clears throat> uh, you'll be locked in for a 10-year program. This will be the smartest thing that you've ever done and protect all those uh, those digital family albums that you have. You think they're safe on Facebook? No, uh -uh. that is also a compromised server. And we'll save that for another episode. Uh, moving on. I'm just thinking of all the money we're going to make. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be a cash cow. We've already had a lot of investors. People have been chomping at the bit for some of the uh, vault level security. You've heard of three dimensional. This is a four or five dimension level security and beyond we're going to raise funding from the best venture capital firms in san francisco we're going to have massive offices filled with people with advanced degrees making hundreds of thousands of dollars a year directing this cybersecurity program in your best interest so it's going to take a few years to roll out but i feel very confident in our ability to raise money right now the market's hot market's booming and uh, we're gonna go out there and raise money for this, uh, this product. It'll be the best in the world. This will be a beginning phase to a, a series of products coming out from our digital team, our uh, online warriors. And uh, they're dedicated to a wonderful product, uh, soon to be yours, folks. It's gonna be priced right. Um, anything of value will cost you, but we're, we're here to bring peace of mind in a crumbling world uh, with violence on the rise. And any moment someone can be looking into your computer's window a internet peeping tom just having their nose where they don't belong sniffing around wondering oh i wonder what's in this person's facebook messages i wonder if this one has a bank account do they do online banking i think they do 2022 everyone's doing it and they're gonna find it they're gonna find your bank numbers and they're gonna manipulate them you're going to think that you sent, made a transfer to your landlord. Nope. That's to your new overlord that rules you because you are frankly too stupid to buy the garbage juice protection uh, digital asset verifier. You deserve what's coming to you. 
Yeah, absolutely. I uh, I was talking to a company today. They asked me where our servers are. I said North Korea. Uh, <laughs> Even better. <laughs> Even better. <laughs> I just it got late in the day, and I I was over it. And uh, then I made a joke. You know, what am I supposed to tell you? I'm like. Uh, well, we've we found a great deal in the Islamic Republic of Iran. Is that okay with you guys or data? Because it's a product that's used for other companies. So it's kind of their clients, company I'm selling it to. Like, go ahead, tell your clients. It's, it's you know, ask them if it's okay, if their data is sequestered in the Islamic Republic of Iran. We've, Send them a quick DM. <laughs> we were able to find just a killer deal yeah. in uh, mainland China. I'd be blown away by that level of professionalism. <laughs> We're a Xi Jinping stan podcast. Heard of the show, President Xi. President Xi. Every time you see a picture, of that guy is just smiling and like, he's never saying anything to anyone. You know, he's not giving speeches, at least no. that we, we see. He's just looking yeah. at people and smiling or just kind of walking, you know, solemnly. Who knows? He's got to have some kind of power to him. Oh, for sure. Like people, people are terrified. He's going to, right? He's going to win another term. It's like an unprecedented term that he's going to win. He's going to be, he's going to get another, he's been 10 years. He's going to get another five years. Uh, The communists, I I know you already know this, Ryan, because of your affiliations, but the newsletter to explain it to the, to explain it to the, to the listener. There's a communist party meet every five years where the big wigs of the CCP China Communist Party get together and they select their leader for the next five years. It's pretty much a foregone conclusion. He's going to be selected again. And they're it, basically the way you make it in China is, is to be aligned with, with him. That's how you make it. it it's just like Russia, but just like Putin, same idea. If, you, if you're on Putin's good list, like you're, he, and, and it's even more because President Xi basically just says it, it happens immediately. At least that's my interpretation. So the funniest thing, just an anecdote between Putin and, and uh, President Xi, uh, I think Putin, when she visited, gave him a literal case of ice cream. It's like the joke that, hey, they're civil servants. They don't really accept gifts, but giving someone like a massive case of ice cream is like a, a fun, a funny thing, you know, like, hey, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm very official. I thank you for the ice cream. That's a very nice gift. You know, it, the, it, it's kind of a joke because these guys are so damn corrupt. They're giving each other ice cream as a joke to rub it, kind of show everyone, hey, yeah, we give each other ice cream. Okay. Yeah, that's some whack bullshit. Maybe you just get to a certain age and you just can't help but love ice cream more than anything in the world. And uh, you, you think about, oh, what's, a, what's a good gift? Oh, it's got to be ice cream. Let's get them ice cream. Everyone loves it. Better than anything. And then you go over and you get the ice cream and then you can, and everyone just start digging in. Okay. There's a spoon. Everyone handing out a spoon to each other, ready to down, pass out the bowls. I mean, that was a great part about elementary school, the ice cream parties. Ice cream party. Well, they do it. They do it at work now. You know, they do it at at, at companies. Yeah, we get donuts every morning. Some mornings. That's pretty dope, dude. Some mornings, yeah, there's donuts and sometimes... There's some bakery that does like the uh, tiny uh, donut muffin things that are like cupcakes or something. They're really good. Had some um, earlier. Always forget to look at the, the box uh, where they get this stuff from. It's cool to know people in your city <laughs> because they can show you places. Sometimes you could be in a city. You could just be existing on your own. 
and you just slowly figure things out. Turns out you meet people, if you if like you get a job, you start working with other people and they're going to like open up this whole new world of whatever uh, wonderful city you're living in. So many cities are it's like best if you know someone. Some cities everyone you could just jump right in. You 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 move there and you can dive right in. There's a lot of you the bigger cities. Most cities you you gotta you gotta kind of know people because the really fun stuff is gated off. It's kept. There's no reason to just like blast out that good information. Or Do you have an maybe, example. Did did you get a recent recommendation? Uh, like these coworker, these damn cupcake donuts. I wouldn't have known. I'd have to. Mm. I'd have to like go to these. Bakeries. Oh, I thought you're talking about like. Some 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 cool bar club yeah. venue basically area. basically yes to that the clubs the after hour clubs knowing what is like really popping these bigger funner cooler venues that way cooler people are going to that you that like usually um, you know like a four like myself wouldn't really be into or led into so you could. You can imagine it's a crowd full of eights and nines and tens, just beautiful people just enjoying like a nightlife situation. No drinks are flowing. Maybe it's a club. Maybe there's like a DJ going. Definitely loud music, dim lighting. I, there's, I'll pass some like 6, 7 a.m. going to work. Like they're, they're like just letting out. Like I passed one the other day, not too far from my house. I was like, holy shit. And, and they have, there's like a lot of pop-ups around town. We'll be driving people and they'll be they're like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's just heard about this place. It's like some warehouse, somebody with a couple thousand dollars was like, I'm going to have a party. And then maybe try to get like, be their own like promotion and production enterprise. And they're bringing in entertainment and they're affiliated and maybe they're talent and the artists themselves and also trying to open up and run a bar and a club and it's a, a nightmare but hey, you're already wasted and it's 4 a.m so what else are you gonna do and there's a lot of people in the area so there's shit to go there's shit to do you gotta kind of know some people and maybe have a little bit of money maybe that would help too Cupcake Donuts Nightclub. Cupcake Donut Nightclub. It's a fusion, right? It, it's going to take you from after the bar through wee hours to breakfast time, late night clubbing, and morning donuts. We're going to love them. Eating and drinking and dancing and throwing up. That's the club that I want to be at. Yeah. Try the shot with this donut. 
<laughs> There's nothing better than no way, man. That shit's gonna make me throw up again. I'm not gonna do that to myself. Drinking and doing cocaine till seven in the morning, yeah. and getting out of the club, and the first thing you eat is like a cupcake donut. Mm, that's, that's the last thing that you want. Four hundred calories and forty grams of sugar. It's just everything you need it all at once. The alcohol is a complex sugar, which is why you don't <laughs> If you're a drinker, you're not eating candy. Hell no. You got you got all the sugar that you need. Yeah. And then some. Remember, like it's pretty common people like that do drink often, they'll say, Yeah, I don't I don't really eat much sweets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't either. I definitely didn't either when I was you know, funneling eight beers a night. Hey, you wanna That's see so true. you wanna hear something funny? Let's see if I can do this. And where are you? Let's say jury duty. Oh, wow. I got jury duty tomorrow, folks. Listener, I'm holding up my jury duty mail card. I am a candidate, and I have had this in my possession several weeks. And (laughs) I just called the number a couple hours ago because my appointment is tomorrow. It says on here, I will attend a Zoom meeting. That's dope. Right? Oh, that's so much. Yes. I had no idea. I thought I was going to have to go downtown. (laughs) Oh, that's so good. It's a big W, folks. Ah, COVID does have its advantages. I called the number and it said groups one, three, four need to attend. Group two, not have any duty. You are dismissed. Like, fuck, I'm group three. And it went on to say group one. You'll show up at this address, 8.30 a.m., blah, blah, blah. You go to this room. It's like, damn, that sounds so boring. So <laughs> it's awful. You got to be there at 8.30 in the morning, right? too. It's like, it's so goddamn early to be anywhere, especially downtown. And it said, three, we'll log in. And I was like, oh, shit. And I looked at the card, and sure enough, there's a whole like couple paragraphs that I just did not read this whole time. <laughs> I just had it sitting here. I got a call to work tomorrow too for different gigs and, and whatnot and i had to say yeah and i was like no shit i jury duty i can't They're like oh that sucks for you <laughs> and i was like fuck shouldn't i get paid by somebody because i'm missing you do you do you can't they can't make you lose money because of jury duty right but i don't know I don't, how, that, how this works i don't know how you go about the reimbursement process you're gonna have to go down there just to figure out how to get your money back. yeah yeah i should have just I could, I guess I could just accept work and just do the zoom on my phone while I'm working. Yeah. Hell yeah. Why not? Why not? You just show up. You're like, I hate Mexicans. I hate blacks. I hate, (laughs) I hate them Jews. I hate everyone. We're going to clip this part. (laughs) As soon as you get on the zoom, I hate blacks, Mexicans and Chinese. Hang up. <laughs> there's no way there's no way they're selecting me Mm-mm. i mean even if it gets down to it i i don't i i just have no faith that they will select me here's what i was also thinking they know that i'm capable of doing a zoom they know it somehow an online student Maybe it's, it's maybe it's just way. your age. Yeah. Maybe maybe group three is just everyone between the ages yeah. of, of eighteen and yeah. and thirty nine, and that cohort gets the Zoom call because they're going to be able to do it. Yeah. Whereas like someone who's sixty seven, 
who's 73, who's getting called to George. I, they might even not, I, I don't even know if they call you that age, but let's say they do. There's no yeah. way you're getting on a Zoom. Oh, I did I, this with my grandson, you know, like, what are you? Just staring and screaming the whole time <laughs> and like not knowing. Can't when, hear you. Yeah, not have the, like you didn't have the window pulled up and you're just like, what? Huh? The camera's just like in your chin or something. See it yourself. You're just some geezer lost online because you didn't buy the garbage juice antivirus platinum package defending all of your gadgets electric shape magachi gigapets station life's playstation um all of your most valued electronics yeah so i'll be at an important jury duty selection uh folks listeners there is some juicy uh, rap game drama in Fulton County, where a lot of big time artists have are are receiving indictments, and I can only hope it's a high profile case. <laughs> but my guess is that it is, but <laughs> it is well, think, probably listen, the most lamest yeah. shit you've ever heard, and they will they still not going to pick me. There's no way that they're going to pick me. Why would you I pick think- me? You actually are surprisingly compelling to a jury selection process because you're a white man who lives in a very ethnic area of Atlanta, a multi-ethnic area of Atlanta. I guess there could be reasons, but wouldn't that be funny? I am not like capable of being stereotyped, probably a pretty accurate degree appearance some days, but some days I don't know if. You know, like it wouldn't even get to that point. I almost hope that it does because there would be cool aspects to going and deliberating over like a complex case. It would really fuck me financially. Oh, yeah. I, I talked to a guy today and I asked him if anything happens or, you know, called to jury duty. He's like, yeah, you get fucked over. That's what that's what happens. <laughs> they, they give you twenty five dollars a day. You miss out on your work. You twenty five dollars a day. What is yeah. this slavery? Twenty five dollars a day is is like I think chattel it, slavery. I think it, that we lost something some time ago, but basically, it's now up to your employer to compensate you. <laughs> so somehow they're like, no, you just, just got to do this, yo. And then like some people might have like a nice job that has like a guarantee a department that would process that for yeah. you, you know, like, yeah. Oh, okay. You had jury duty. Here's the paperwork. Fill this out. Let us know how many days you were there and, and we'll send you the money. That's not what, what my current situation <laughs> looks like. They're not, they're not going to um, listen twice about me requesting some kind of compensation for a day because I was unavailable Jury duty, that's, that, that's your responsibility as a citizen. I mean, it feels like tomorrow in class, grading each other's papers. Just me giving like subtle nods and winks, defendant. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I got you. No, I don't care what you did. I'm saying not guilty. <laughs> I don't care. Someone else is on the stand, like testifying against them. And you're like looking at the the defendant, like shaking your head, pointing at the woman, like, I'm not listening to this. 
this dumb bitch who cares yeah just like making, i don't care not not guilty i don't care making comments after people are saying stuff like in the background just like <laughs> oh damn okay all right watching the the cross-examination adding it just and just being told to silence i mean what what do they kick me out what are they i just don't get how this thing works it, it's it's been on my mind for a couple of days now i'm anxious in a way to see how it goes down but again no way taking me fast forward seven months from now i'm like i'm like in the background <laughs> you got a little notebook uh, you know like, you're taking notes <laughs> it's like basically the next oj trial whatever it is and i'm like my stupid face is like an iconic image in the background of this uh time magazine photo of the year trial of the century <laughs> the biggest trial of our times <sighs> and i'm just there winking and nodding like yeah you robbed that bank i know you did it's fucking tight <laughs> hey find me and give me some of that yeah. money after i get you off this shit <laughs> I, I will flip i'll flip either way you want whoever's got the money dirty or not we'll see that's also better than being an outright racist. There's probably a lot of a lot of value in just saying, "Listen, I'm just for the side who pays me the most." So yeah, that's my position on it. Totes. But I mean, hopefully it's like mob stuff I can get into. I've been always always wanting to get into that. Help yeah. out, just like a you know, like a quick ladder to some. some I think fun. they keep a low profile now. You yeah, know? You'd, you'd have to you'd have to be smart because you would easily get caught. Social media. You don't hear a lot about it, right? I mean, think about mob guys. If there was social media around generations ago, a lot of people get caught, I'm assuming. Their phone tracks all of their shit. It's like, why have such a regulated industry? Because it has to, like... Isn't that crazy that the government can just track you by their phone, by your phone, you know, it, it's whenever they want? Yeah, it's something out of, like, an action spy movie. But, I mean, they, I, I'm pretty sure they're able to. I'm almost positive there. Yeah, yeah. Anything that they need, they have, and they they have, and it's almost like people <laughs> people that get upset about the overreach tech or something. It's like, yo, I mean, if they wanted to peep into you, they have the ability. You already handed it over to them. Facebook is not censoring you specifically. You've given them everything from day one. It's stupid fucking website and you you're there have fun on it or use it to help raise up your blood pressure so you can get motivated for your day first thing you do is you wake up and you open facebook so you can get mad the people that you know on there and the people that you follow you know it helps you uh focused on all the other problems that you have in your life it may be on the back burner you're not a remembering right away but anger bring that to the surface. I've got a story there where I've lost exactly what I was saying. And uh, <laughs> no real idea where I was going with it. Okay. It's part of the process of creating. Mm-hmm. It's an outward process.
been a yeah. pretty solid season for sure. You know, for a first season, for a first yeah. season of anything, I'd say it's pretty darn, darn impressive. It's impressive. Yeah. Monumentous. Um, monumental. Monumentous. <laughs> That's one of them college boy words, ain't it? Monumental to us. Yeah, I've dabbled in writing and editing. Mostly updates to my personal blog, microblog. Twitter and f- listeners, you can stay up to date on all of all that the podcast, all that the show has to offer, all the good content, good takes, good clips uh, from the at Garbage Juice Pod on Twitter. Find that uh, most of our social media handles are the same. So any combination of those words, uh, we weren't too particular about uh, making sure that we had the same handle because ultimately who gives a shit Hope that you do. So give us a peep on Twitter and see what the, see what the bots are chatting about. The warehouse <laughs> of sweaty mid 30 year old men, with, uh, unlimited supply of monster energy drink on tap and large pizzas. They have all the fuel that they need. They're, combing the internet for just the top tier the upper crust greatness comedy sports this is a sports show and celebrity gossip speaking of sports you feel about our uh our sports ball conversation the other day i think it went great we had a lot to talk about because we knew it was a lot of fun a little bit about it and that's that's pretty helpful so it was a natural fit for conversation piece for us I do. I, I feel that way. I'm, I'm honest about that. I'm what other honest. things do we know about? Yeah, well, that's going to be a limited topic. <laughs> so I did think I did think that it would be cool that we do a fantasy football draft. Fantasy football draft is a great idea. Who are we going to do it with just us two? Well, well it would we... be nice to have more people. Be, <laughs> it would be nice if we had friends. When the season's first about to hit, there's that window of like three weeks where you can draft. Before that would be way too early, and you don't want to get started after the first game, right? Yeah. You could you could theoretically go. Well, we got the about season. three months until that, though. I, and I remembered thinking about it, not really thinking about the time. It just I just thought, you know what, this stuff always sneaks up on me where I, I say. Well, I might, I might do something like that. And then the time comes and it's like, no, I don't, I haven't looked at all. And I only have like another week left. So I'm not going to do that. If we did it to where it was like away, I think that could be kind of cool that as a show. And then like the, the Tim and Eric style characters, you know, like random, just. Yeah, uh, we could do that. Extras. We could create, we could create a league. Uh, like made up people, yeah. <laughs> with with weird with uh, you know like cool names like we've known them a long time. Yeah, you know, like Uncle Philly. Zach, yeah, this be pretty fun. T. This could be fun. And I think I think J Dog. We could have uh, success doing this, and yeah. it could be completely off because often the first drafts are way off, or they're or like a lot of it is off. Like you actually end up knowing a lot more as it gets closer. I do remember something about a lot, like a lot of like cutting edge. So after the first week or two, drafts are going on, and then like somebody mysteriously like appears or gets injured or gets a DUI. They're done. Doesn't have a contract. Yeah, they're like, done for the fucking yet. season. And then like somebody like comes out of retirement that's like way better than everyone else, or someone comes out of nowhere. 
and it's kind of clear like right after that week that they're going to be a star and you can pick them up. Yeah. Uh, just something to think about um, for um, in my own head, I'm, I'm like churning up like all the possibility and it makes a lot of sense. So I think, mm. I think we'll bridge when it gets there because yeah, that's going to be end of August, September starts season one or game week one, right? Week of September, but yeah. We could do a mock draft every week. We just need the characters. We just yeah. need to create a league. We create yeah. a world, have sound bites of like guys talking on the phone, just like <laughs> nonsense. In from Chattanooga, <laughs> Tennessee Ted, go ahead. And this is some <laughs> boom hour ass sounding dude. I'll tell you that Barry Sanders knows how to really <laughs> move the football. Shout out to Detroit Lions. First Super Bowl in 1940, never. <laughs> have they ever won? No. Listener, if you, Lions have never you won know, a Super Bowl. If you know of a year that the Lions have won a Super Bowl, send us the year. <laughs> a you, sports trivia show now? Have you known? <laughs> Is have this you how known, far we've fallen down the totem pole? <laughs> we had our dreams when we started the podcast, and now we're yeah. a niche sports trivia podcast. We are... A lo-fi sports topical. We lightly dance around the topic of sport. You know, it's this week is the Monaco Grand Prix. Oh, okay. Which, as when I think of Monaco, of you, yeah, I think that about me as well. You know, F one is like the point of sports right now. Uh, you get on a nice button-down shirt. That, you, that's you just take, what comes in my mind. You take brunch on the veranda of the yacht. <laughs> and you have the <laughs> sea breeze misting through your blouse, your men's blouse. It's a fine, <laughs> it's a fine garment. Listener, we and have a picture. Where, of, we're going to be right down here. Of the track. Marina. The F1 track and marina. So it's a track that, that, encom- that it's a marina that's perimetered by F1 track. So we're going to be one of these boats here. In this marina, we're going to call the yacht Juice Boy in honor of our of our fans that get us there. <laughs> the Juice Boy Five Thousand Luxury Yacht. <laughs> the vibe you get into, but yep. in your room watching a TV. It's a know? it's a mindset. It exactly, is. exactly. It's like a vision board. trial which by the way in your jury duty who knows they might sue each other in every state so you might be part of that selection hopefully down to georgia hopefully i can give jd his his due wink juror (laughs) juror to defend it a little a little gun yeah or plaintiff in this situation not sure (laughs) i'll learn listener i'm gonna know so much more about the legal system 
as I get older, I see myself more and more full of one day getting my law degree. I know this sounds crazy to some, and sure, these have never been my strong point, but I feel like there was maybe a headline about some state maybe getting rid of the need to pass the bar or have a degree to pass the bar. And that's probably a pretty tough test. Mm-hmm. There's always there's always ways to cheat. So I have a good type of neurosis that allows me to fix in on like a hypothetical right and wrong and want to get to the bottom of that just for the sake of right and wrong in a way that a lawyer needs to be able to focus in on how to manipulate for their client. I think it takes a certain personality and maybe just a little bit of uh, the right amount of bravado to win over a jury, a juror, a judge, and the rest of the entire court where they just stand up and cheer for you after you've, you've delivered your um, closing argument. So hopefully, hopefully this, I'm not, I don't have my fingers crossed. I'm not, I'm not too naive about it, but, but possibly being selected for jury duty can give me the bump I need to eventually be a lawyer or an attorney. I don't, I mean, I'm not saying anything's going to happen, but I think it's wrong to like leave doors closed when you can have them open. Something tells me that tomorrow on this Zoom call, I'm going to be talking with someone from the court. <laughs> if I get up early, have a good breakfast and read a law book, like a law encyclopedia, and just come out with a lot of terms, it could happen. Okay. TMZ article, ex-NFL player arrested, beat up United employee. Okay. They're squaring up right here. Not, not worth it. Not worth it at all. If you're an employee, we're watching, (laughs) we're watching a fight. We're watching a fight right now. A TMZ video. Got an article pulled up. Oh, he's bleeding. Oh, he's he's gushing blood out of his head. Gush of blood. You're at the airport. What are you thinking? What are you thinking? You're at the airport. There's so much security by there. I guess. Let's watch that once more. I, you have to. So well, I, I'm curious how this fight even started. Listeners. Uh... By the way, this guy that this guy's a third round pick here. So basically, it's just I guess video content in the auto. It's always difficult, but it's just a fight at the United Terminal of some airport. The, between a former NFL yeah. player, a former third round pick, and some gate agent checker. Yeah. It looks like before you check Yeah, in. like a ticket ticket agent. And boy, was he woozy getting up. He was knocked out, oh, he yeah. fell down, and he came up stumbling. I, he got he got punched so hard in the face by this NFL player. Yeah, and then twice the, the NFL player who is presumably a, uh, an intended passenger. Yeah, people go crazy at the airport and another guy comes up and is like man you should try to get some help some still pictures down the article um just a bloodied up ticket counter uh, agent for united airlines perhaps your job gets you so pissed off so maybe it wasn't the hit as much as he hit him a lot yeah okay hit him a couple times there and then like what's he doing here he step oh he lands a punch does not phase the NFL player. Oh, and then, yes, brings in a heavy punch and then clears him, knocks him over a suitcase back into behind the counter near where the the belt is, where they throw the bag on. Maybe he's bleeding from the punch. Maybe he's bleeding because he hit his head while he got knocked out for a moment. He, He comes back up and maybe has no idea 
he's even in less of a fighting stance now than he was before, but he probably has no idea where he's at at that point. He's just trying to reason with him. The passenger of the former NFL uh, play, draft pick was arrested, not the employee. Yeah, dude. I don't oh, know. That, that video how did it was start? like... How did it start? All right. Like, what was the fight? What was... Because it's, it's a really... Uh, probably a brutal boring. fight. There, like he's he's he puts it like he beats the crap out of this yeah. gate attendant multiple times. The gate attendant keeps coming back at him. Yeah, he doesn't he, like back off. So the the passenger uh, NFL player is listed as six foot. He does tower over that counter guy. So your job sucks so bad. You're so pissed off at fighting a passenger. Makes sense to you. Might be it might be a sign. It's a check in the pulse of uh, what's up with airlines this week. What's up with everyone's favorite way to travel? Oh, what is United that? United Ground Express. Basically Probably the same. Begging for help, craziest part. No one of them helped de-escalate the situation. I mean, what are you gonna do? Them fight, <laughs> Mark. <laughs> yeah, no. People think that there's people think that there's just like professionalism at every level <laughs> of life it doesn't like a bunch ex- of a bunch of people are going to come and yeah. hold, them, hold hold them all back and like it's, like it's a bunch of people just kind of like listen i'm not yeah. getting hit in the face over this yeah there's either like no one at that airport or there's like 100 times more people than there is staff or even the, the other staff are like particularly trying to like assist the arrival and departing of all the other flights and stupid angry passengers no one else this is this reminds me this is what it looks this like reminds me about something a woman said the other day uh i was at the, the gas station the costco gas station which always is packed with people you save a little bit yeah right? you do. it's still five dollars it's still five dollars a gallon you're in this huge line and you just hear a few pumps over some women just like yelling at each other and the woman behind me is like everyone's just so angry now and this gets on her her car she's just, just kind of Resign to it and leaves. Babe, they're angrier than it. ever. I said, have you seen the gas prices recently? And I'm one of those. <laughs> you like you turn to the other pump where someone else is watching. Gas prices, huh? <laughs> joke. <laughs> joke zone. Just can't help it, you know. When you're talking to like an older woman who's going to, you know, that's the type of humor you're going to go for, right? Have you seen these prices here? Yeah, I, I lean in. Like that all day long. Yes. Platitudes. Platitudes all day. They're crazy. How about that weather? How about that weather? Well, how about them Panthers? To wild world world we live in. I can't believe the Florida Panthers are sponsoring uh, fake ticket sales. It's a promotion that they're doing to raise money. It's needed to charity. Out of Florida. Somewhere else. I did not know that they're still around. The closest thing to me, for sure. Where? 30 minutes. For a sports team perspective, because then you have the Dolphins. They're in and Miami Fort Lauderdale? Where's Size. Size, which is, uh, as borders the Everglades. Like, like you're driving on the highway to get there, and you're driving along like the edge of civilization into the, the remaining swamps of Florida. See the border between what we developed, what humans have done, and like what's still left out there. Love to check out the Everglades. That's huge. Take let's, let's pull it up on the map here. So surprise. And listener, we're pulling up a map of exactly where you can find Lee. 
and his family. <laughs> this this is a big old bitch hand here. This is the ever. I don't think people understand. Like this civilization, this little mm-hmm. sliver here, and this is the fucking Everglades. It's easy not to uh, completely relate in Florida to uh, an inhabitable swampland. Drive out there. The You're beautiful. driving this road here. It's like bordering the Everglades. The end of civilization is here. Clear. And there's nothing else. The other side of the state. Area. I think it, it is cool. That? I think it's cool how it's protected land. So it's going to take a couple years before they start building on it. <laughs> so we'll just get, we're going to get into Trump's fourth, God, God willing, God Emperor Trump's fourth term. We're going to build on the Everglades. We're going to build on top. On top. I mean, what is there anyway? You know, what is there anyway that we have to deal with? That it's important. In terms of wetness, it's the wettest we've ever seen. Beautiful image here. Can we, we absorb into the podcast kind of imagery, ethos, pathos, logos? Oh, yeah. Yes, yes it is. Yes, it will be. <laughs> we got a golden yeah, so this is, armor. This is the uh, God flaming, Emperor from Warhammer 40,000. If you know Warhammer 40,000, it's a fantasy universe they make tabletop games about. And God Emperor of Man is based on. The the God Emperor of Man is a character who, like, saves humanity and lives for 10,000 years. So that's why, if you know the backstory of of the God Emperor of Man and, you know, what he represents in that fantasy, it makes it even better. This man who ever lived and was elevated to uh, a god and lived for... Ten, tens of that. It was actually immortal. God God Emperor Trump. Yeah, we're God and Trump. He's already. He's got his. <laughs> he made him into the actual. <laughs> Holy shit. This is <laughs> a real life model towering on, on a stage because of that. The right, the it's angle. the right size, if you ask me about it. But it looks like a statue, 15 feet tall. Massive. <laughs> God looks Emperor like Trump. Zilla. Trump. <laughs> Trumpzilla. <laughs> Yo, that's like 30 feet tall. It's fucking huge. Yeah. Oh man. Sword in one and and uh talons. Other <laughs> a lot of winged and uh hawk like uh details in the armor. Full six pack in the armor. <laughs> as as our big wet boy fully Fulston is your God Emperor Trump MAGA God greeting card. God Emperor of mankind. Cool. You can get, uh, we shout out to friends, family, wishing them be happy holidays. <laughs> Send this to my mom for her birthday as a birthday card. <laughs> I, my mom would love that. So we gotta uh, we gotta sell stuff like that. Oh, yeah. I'm just I like that exact thing when we get our drop shipping going. <laughs> that just take that exact thing and just sell it. As it, it's amazing. Some some topical news right now. Billy Eilish, folks. Here's time for you to eat some of your words, Lee. <laughs> You've ever talked bad about her? She has Tourette syndrome. Listen, I I never said anything bad about Billy Eilish. I don't. Yeah, I bet you feel terrible. Upset huh? anyone. <laughs> 
that that makes a lot of sense. Billie Eilish is speaking out about living with Tourette syndrome, and frankly, you're a fucking <laughs> if you've ever said anything bad about her. Um, there's an election tomorrow. Who's getting elected? It's a, the Georgia election for I don't know. Is politics? Frankly, it bores me. But <laughs> I thought Region that was five comptroller. I what thought are you it was for? Also, agriculture minister. It's funny that they have me assigned to my computer at the time that the polls open. Hmm. Interesting. We're going to keep me on on my computer all day, so I can't go to the polls. I'm, I'm going to call it as it is, folks. This is potential voter fraud. You're going to have to send in an absentee ballot, Ryan. <laughs> Do you know how to get one of those? <laughs> no. Ballots, we don't send. Ba- no, we don't count. Remember, we don't count ballots that are sent in unless they're going to help us win. <laughs> I think something like that just happened. Oh, uh, Also, I found out, uh, not to linger on politics, folks, because we all, we all know how... Uh, just uh, truly drab it really is and just uh, uh, not tasteful um, beneath us and here at the show Uh, but there are still people there are people locked up from january 6 shout out to the real patriots (laughs) and in there there's people in solitary confinement which to me sounds pretty cruel and unusual I mean, people are are bonkers. I don't want to, you know, punch below my weight. But frankly, this is punching at my weight. These are my people. Yeah, that's the word. This was coming from a Trump fan and artist who painted the picture of the guy in a prison with a Make America Great Again hat on. And he said that he did it from conversations with Dinesh D'Souza about his new movie documentary that's out about the election and about the people locked up from January 6th, many of which are in solitary confinement. (laughs) It's some heavy, dark fucking shit. You went to the Capitol to express yourself. Things got a little out of hand. And you're now in solitary confinement. Perhaps, don't fucking go. Don't go anywhere. How about that? Perhaps the stay in your pod. These, don't talk to anyone. These elections that we're facing. Order, maybe, order Amazon and eat your gruel. Maybe we'll get to what we need from this midterm. That's right. Releasing the kraken. Open up the deep sea trench, and bring forth the monster. It takes us all to the abyss with it, sinking us down ever, ever deeper, like the dark vampire Morbius. Which evil I thought you were going to say the name of a politician. <laughs> I saw a headline. He said, uh, babies are going to die. There's a formula shortage. It's going to happen. It, it was probably not his direct quote. But that's what, like, the article said. So we're in a bit of a shortage of things. Like the baby formula availability on the market, we as a show are a little short 
awesome stuff, but that doesn't mean that we're going to stop. And it doesn't mean that the formula is going to stop. Maybe you're a mother out there and maybe you find it just easier to hire a woman that can have breast milk to feed your child than it is to find formula. A wet nurse. A wet nurse. These are terms. (laughs) There's There's nothing strange about it. You just go down to the Caribbean. And you pick up a wet nurse. Nope. Cut that part. Not going to talk about buying humans. Not going to mention that. On the horizon, lots of cool stuff coming up for the show. We've got the NFL Fantasy Football Draft coming in July. August, we have the Garbage Juice Podcast sit down at Mar-a-Lago. A roundtable brunch with a lot of big names. We're going to have more about that a little later on. Everybody's favorite podcast, production, entertainment, media. And don't mobile. forget about all the other businesses we're getting our hands on. We have cybersecurity, so merchandising, retail, marketing, holiday services, gift cards, gift cards, Mother's Day gift cards featuring God Emperor Trump. <laughs> Our, uh, we've, we've had a lot of requests for uh, a lot more live in-person um, bookings, and that's going to be something that we need to work out with the uh, production team. And it's, folks, it's going to take some time before you're able to get your, your longing eyes to gaze in the flesh, these hot podcasters, and see what it's like kind of in person, just from like a medium distance, like 20, 30 yards from a stage with a lot of lights. And then maybe after the show, some autograph signing, if you're promised not to be too weird. There's going to be something coming down the pipeline, just on the horizon, lots of big stuff, a lot of big names and collaboration. We're going to do podcasts, collabs. We're going to do guest appearances, a lot of big names in the garbage juice world. These things and many more. We're here to bring entertainment. We're here to bring news, sports, lifestyle, fashion, innovation. (laughs) We're going to give you the good stuff. We're not, we don't, there's no commercials here. It's us. We want to make sure that we stay commercial free for as long (laughs) as that's an option. Until that (laughs) becomes an option, that's going to be something we're going to approach at that time. But right now, you're listening to the show. You don't have to worry about some stupid pitch or some long-winded sale on something that you're not interested in. And frankly, we'd have not a care in the world about. But that's because our level of existence is Beyond that of needs and wants, we're elevated beings. We're vibrating on a force that keeps us kind of above the rest of you. And that's why you tune in. It's the uh, synergy that allows us to reach as far into the future as we do. And keeping that grasp in a a wormhole, uh, stretched out, inverted time, uh, concave fabric of existence on a plane uh, sucked in and stretched by a black hole to where we're getting to something right before you get to it. And that's, that's why you tune in because these, everything that we've predicted has come true and everything that we are predicting will be positive and truthful outcome. It's not just going to be correct. It's going to be helpful in your life. And you're going to want to tune in for more. It's going to be something that's going to keep you on board and just slurping up that sweet, sticky, saucy, viscous, Filthy juice. 
that only Garbage Juice Podcast can give you. And with that, good night, and we wish everyone a wonderful and garbage, filth, fantastic fuckfest. Because <laughs> we know that you're having an orgy. Because most of you have already written in talking about how this is probably some of the best orgy podcasting music. And I don't know if I necessarily see it that way, but it is something that I've accepted and will go on with. And I'm okay with, because uh, again, we're here with good vibes. We're not here to throw shade. That's right. Only bringing it to good, peaceful, the, what is it called? Everglades. The Everglades. <laughs> we're giving you sunshiny, beautiful, prismatic, the dopest Instagram filter Everglade vibes that you could get. Goodbye. Goodbye. I think that was a good show. <laughs> I mean, if there's ever got to be our worst show ever, like, that's not terrible, right? <laughs> Don't forget to check us out on Patreon. Subscribe to our Patreon tier. Become a juice boy. Do your part. Do what's right. And YouTube and everywhere else that uh you know you listen and that might have a rss feed attached to it <laughs>